0: Hey, I'm Kyle. <laughs> I
1: don't have a nickname, but Akaya. Just I'm Cloud. I'll just name. say
0: I'm Cloud. I don't want anybody to know exactly who I am. It's gonna be a mystery. I'm Samuel
2: Leroy. Are we? We're just doing names. Or we're doing any, nothing else.
0: Anything
3: know. you want to say? Like
0: anything? Anything? You you're,
3: any, what do you want? Bad. Your introduction, like your introduction to the world. Like, what, what are you gonna say?
0: That's a good idea. I mean, take care of her. Okay. Hi, my name is yeah.
4: Ben. I'm 21 years old. I play cello. I'm native.
3: Oh, maybe we should do ages. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the name is Maggie. Period.
4: Nice. Short for maggot. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Are we just
2: going to keep it rolling? Or are we no. Gonna... Yes, All right, yes, we're done? Yes. All right, bye everyone. Bye. Yeah.
4: And ge-
0: and hello. Unless I put in the beginning. Me- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait till we hear this, this, this is, crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is. You
3: me. guys won't wait till. Just wait till you hear what kind of good content we have coming up. In three, yeah. two, one. I know
5: you saved some <laughs> <laughs> other words. We did it. <laughs> Hi Carly. Yeah. Oh my
2: goodness. Yeah, We're here uh, once more. It is now one thirty in
4: the morning
5: <laughs> again.
4: Um, I want someone to throw a conspiracy into the room, and like see how the world actually interacts with the gears in that machine. You know, like I feel like that's a really good counter topic to any sort of topic that we could bring up. What do you mean? See all of you started talking, which means this is a really good idea. Now, if I say conspiracy like Bush did 9/11, uh-huh. oh, which yeah. by the way is fucking true. It is um, absolutely okay. true. <laughs> um what is the real-world implications that that has? Like how does that affect people truly apart from the people who died in the towers and like how does it affect mm. the rest of the working world?
3: I I see what you mean because like I remember when that like Malaysian flight like disappeared. I was in high school and I literally asked my teacher like I asked my teacher like, okay, so if it disappeared like, who cares? Other than like. <laughs> <laughs> oh
5: my god.
3: No, because it's like We're other a like you into just this. Said, this like, like you just said Ben, like other than the people who are missing and like dead like why like what is it. What is the, like, implication of, like, a plane disappearing? Like, like, why do people care? And, like, now I understand there are reasons why well, that is what interesting. if you were
1: on that flight, and, like, the next flight that you're on disappears, then what do you do? Yeah, it's because
3: it's a mystery. That's why it's people want to know, but...
2: Yeah. See, like, Bush might have done 9-11, but he's got a really cool series of paintings on immigrants, so... <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking goofy, because, like, you're, you're looking at George Walker Bush, former manager of the Texas Rangers, former president of the fucking United States. Wasn't he governor of Texas or some shit? But like, Bush doing 9-11. What makes more sense? A. There is a man who owns the World Trade Center, who has a fat insurance package on those towers, who owns and has contracts with so many Fortune 500 companies who do business within those towers, who... Is going to have oil interests in the Middle East, does it make more sense? Does it make more sense that Bush did it to fuck with us and to offset the balance of the world, or does it make sense that it was for the money?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, and one thing I Maybe think... Both. yeah, I think Yeah, I think it's multiple platforms. One thing we haven't really touched on is, like, the psychological impact that it's had on people, um... How all of a sudden, you know, nobody really even really gave a shit about the Middle East in general after the Gulf War. Like, everybody kind of forgot about that. And that was bullshit, too. Like, pretty much, I think, most wars in the past century have been orchestrated um, in a lot of ways. But, like, the psychological utility of getting people all geared up and, oh, we got to go fight terrorism. How do you fight an idea? you're fighting real people over there and they're just like you're fucking up our land like come on get the fuck out of here uh like the psychological impact behind and so i think that they're they're really good at like picking certain events and portraying them in a media in such a way that it like psychologically manipulates people even like what's going on right now with covid like obviously it's a real virus but I mean, where did it come from? How, how are they using it? The police riots, everything else that's going on at the same time. It's like this constant manipulation tactic. You know, it reminds me of Nazi Germany, like what Goebbels came up with. It, it's it, its getting out of hand.
4: Now, let's go back earlier to what you said about how do you fight an ideology. And let's relate that to also the last several wars over the last century. Because what were. All of them up until nineteen ninety one fought for. Yeah. Let us That's a really fight communism, yeah. And then it's like, really, are you fighting the spread of communism? Are you fighting the ideology that a boosted literacy in China, a country of a billion people, <laughs> from seventeen percent to ninety percent in twenty years at most? Are you fighting that because it's evil? Or are you fighting that because communism is a tool to give colonized people self-determination and that fucks with your interests?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
4: And like this war on terror, too. Well, A, let's look at the organizations and factions that are involved. You have the Taliban and Al-Qaeda, which Mm. are, you know, not necessarily mutually exclusive. But those are both institutions that the United States installed after the Gulf War after they booted the Soviet Union from that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I
0: mean, like, they were shooting us with guns we gave them. Exactly. (laughs) And it's like, when you
4: look at even Osama bin Laden, who's widely heralded as the most evil man of the 21st century, um, you're looking at a man whom we put in power Mm -hmm. and said, never mind, Saudi Arabia and Afghanistan are going to have Mm self-determination and we're going to decide what we do with our oil. Colombia, they decided we're going to do what to, we're going to decide what to do with our lithium. Elon Musk in the United States said, "Fuck that." Evo Morales is a, it's a communist bastard. We're going to take him out. <laughs> Venezuela said, "We're going to decide what to do with our oil." Mm-hmm. That self determination is such a powerful tool.
0: That's why Team America: World Police is such a brilliant <laughs> movie. Like that's like that's what we do. I mean, I feel
2: like I feel like it's one thing to say that there's holes in the mass media narrative of what happened on 9-11, and that's indisputable. Like, there, it doesn't make sense. But it's another thing to claim that Bush had motives to do it, which I feel like there's a very strong argument for. But it's, like, another thing to say that, that Bush had, like, I uh, uh, I don't know. Like, he did a lot of fucked up things in his presidency, but it was kind of indirect. Like, it was like he could kind of detach himself. But the whole 9-11 thing is, like, him... I guess not directly killing a bunch of people. I don't know. Like, like is he is he like evil to his core in that sense, or or could he rationalize it? Like, I feel like in order to mastermind that operation, you there's got to be a little bit evil to your core. And I don't know if anyone's.
4: Uh... It's funny you bring that up because like every president that we have had since the Geneva Convention, which did de- like defined war crimes legally internationally, True. has violated the Geneva Convention. Every single one of them, except fucking Jimmy Carter. And even then, that's debatable when it comes to the hostage situation Mm. in Iran.
0: Yeah. So what
4: do you classify as evil in that context, and why has every president that we have had who's committed those war crimes not been held to the same standard Mm. that the Geneva Convention was designed for?
0: I mean, not to get too far out there, but I look at Bush as like a puppet, like the figurehead the guy that all the static gets put onto not the guy that's like like mass like you know in his basement with all these schematics and designs and like oh, he's just writing out plans like he's literally just a part of the of the whole scope of things in in that situation in particular but i mean he's he he's not smart enough to rub two dimes together like he he's just he's he's not and that i think it's like there's something else at play here, um, you know, especially like with the petrol oligarchy and different things like that. And I'm probably putting a target on my back saying that kind of shit, but I don't fucking care anymore. I, I just, I see presidents as little puppets now. I mean, like, who paid for their campaign? How did they get into office? Who do they owe? Mm-hmm. Like, like, where is all this money coming from? And like, the fucked up thing is that we can't even find out a lot of times where it's actually coming from. And these people are, I mean, if you control energy, you control the banks, you control the world, like, that's, like, really what it is. I'm not saying it's any one person, I'm not saying it's any one race of people, anything like that. I'm just saying it's, it's factual with the way things go right now. Like, if you control those two resources especially, you control the entire world. What do you think, ladies? Yeah, I feel like they're they're openly <laughs> mocking us on the they're, they're just texting yeah. us back. Yeah, and they forth
2: are probably as we're, all t- as we're all talking about this. Yeah, so. so yeah. Uh, so I
5: I have
3: nothing to add to. The, I don't yeah. understand what the what the starting question was. First of all, so I'm fully like not sure where this is coming from. We're just from. like We're just some
5: facts, right? and there's
0: like <laughs> literally like, yeah. <laughs> like text. What me.
3: facts about about what area of, of knowledge? Like I don't understand. And my only response to Ben is der her communism good." That's like the only thing that I have to
0: add. <laughs> It's really just like how how you think like things that have been fishy have like actually amalgamated and and like made themselves
3: how fishy things have actually made tangible changes on how people understand the world yeah so i think like if we're talking about like the concept of conspiracy theories i think there's value in questioning yeah i guess authority or questioning what is presented to you and not you know taking it as fact and i think that's valuable um at the same time I don't think there's value in, in, um, kind of, like, pulling shit out of your ass, I guess, and, like, just making up stuff for the sake of making up stuff and, and saying, like, this could be something that is happening. It's, like, okay, and...
2: Well, so we gotta be careful not like, paint with a broad brush, because when you talk about conspiracy theories, like, the whole Epstein thing was uh, as conspiracy theory as anything else until it all came out, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's true, true. Yeah. and it's crazier than a lot of people thought it was, Yeah. and so, and so you gotta, but then, but then, you know, the, there's Flat Earth Convention, so it's, <laughs> right. like, okay. no, it's like, you gotta, I mean, it, you don't wanna paint, mm-hmm. like, the, the term conspiracy theory with a broad brush of saying, like, is it helpful or is it not helpful, it's like, I mean some like there are legitimate evil conspiracies in this world that are that are working on a massive scale. Like that's a fact. Like mm. e- Epstein Island is like is is a conspiracy theorist's wet nightmare. But <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, kind of it gets a bad name because a lot of those people are like morons who pull like not cross reference research and whatnot. But I d I don't think like as a whole you can say
0: whether or not it's like helpful to like mass consciousness. I just wonder like how much these people are influenced by, I don't know, like, some of them, like, clearly have some sort of neuroses, like, we're talking about, I don't know, like, lizard people running the world from the shadows, like, oh, yeah, that was true, though. Well, my, I mean, who knows? Maybe <laughs> I, yeah, I have yet to see convincing enough evidence, like, somebody's eyes do something weird on TV one time, like, I'm... Why Why am I, follow, I supposed to believe that they're a reptilian? I follow like? this and guy on, on Instagram, and he literally is always posting, like,
2: uh, of all these celebrities all doing this. And he's like, what does it mean? And it's like, well, shit, I don't know. Like, okay. I, I say okay a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was okay. doing the okay sub <laughs> I can't and, do that.
3: And like you said, Sam, about how it's the Epstein thing, like, it's crazier than people... Um, even imagine like, it could theorize, be, yeah. it's yeah. almost like sometimes I feel like what's the point in sort of searching for these sort of entertaining stories that could be the case when you can just read real life history and be entertained by things that actually well i just mean like there's things that are interesting that have actually happened that are like create like there's so many things that you can't believe have actually happened that have actually happened that are entertaining enough in itself that you don't have to make up stuff like the world and the universe is like as if someone wrote it for a movie there's like many instances, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like there's many instances
2: wonder, in history like that. I almost wonder like how much of like the Epstein shit or how much like a lot of the conspiracy stuff that, that comes through is true. It, it's become true because it was exacerbated by the theorists who were just like sitting around being like, maybe this is real. And then maybe that bled into actual investigations. I That's, mean, I, mean... I, I it'd be an interesting thing to fact check. I have no idea how much of the Epstein thing was, was cross reference to like crazy theories or not. I don't know.
4: And with Epstein in particular, too, he was already convicted for child molestation in 2006.
2: Like, mm. But they was... didn't know it was such a broad scheme as it was yeah, with so many powerful people involved. Yeah.
4: yeah. No, that little black book changed the world. You're right. But, like, <laughs> no, it hasn't. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's still going on. Yeah. And, like, it, that's what I was about to say Um, like, what's his name? Desto. Like, have you seen some of his artwork? He's got artwork in his house with, like... Um, these, like, goat-legged, horned demons carrying cages on their back with little children in them. And that's, like, just artwork hanging up in his house. Uh, and, like, then, like, look into the whole Pizzagate thing, I mean... Uh, views, yeah, the, the Clintons but... were involved, like... I mean, a mm-hmm. bunch of, like, high-ranking people were involved in all of that. It's just, like, ordering human children, like, pizza for all kinds of nefarious purposes. <laughs>
4: And like that particular, like the Pizzagate thing really makes me angry in a lot of ways because as much as it's fun to look at all of the Pizzagate like evidence, I'm saying that with my finger quotes here, Mm -hmm. like as much as as fun as it is to look and dive down the rabbit holes with that, what are you doing by reading that that actually helps the situation? Mm like Ashton Kutcher has devoted his post acting life to fighting human trafficking. You can look at articles being like what are the seven best human trafficking organizations to donate to that'll actually help. And like with me in particular, oh, it's a that's really a good argument, yeah. it's a really really sensitive issue too because Native American people are the highest demographic that are trafficked in the world. Really? Like yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. By like I don't remember the specific percentage. percentage but um,
0: It's definitely substantial, though. And, yeah. like,
4: I'm Deni, My people, the reason we haven't had as many people trafficked as the rest of the country is because my tribe is small. Like, California tribes are hit fucking hard. And we used to regard human trafficking pre-colonialism with wars. And, like, it was a huge fucking deal. And one of the most... Pressing examples was the Rogue River incident. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember what year it was, but like when five Tallowa girls were trafficked by the Rogue River people over there, we fought a war over it, and it expanded our territory because we won because the Talua were awesome warriors. We expanded <laughs> our territory all the way to the Rogue River, and to this day, the 111 tattoo that's over there are Tallowa patterns because of that. And it's like, human trafficking has been everywhere throughout history.
2: Is like the higher trafficking levels in native communities is that because of like uh, like less documentation like they can get away with it sort of a thing or like what like why is that? So specifically let me targeted? let me
4: ask you a question encounter. And this is going to be hard for everybody listening to hear. Why do you think that native american people are the highest traffic demographic, especially women and girls? I and watched Wind students? River.
2: And that, and it kind of touches up on that a little bit. And it, I I mean, it basically, um, just, I mean, it just said that, that just because it's like easier to get away with, but like, I don't know, but like the grand scheme, I just watched that movie.
4: That's one piece. So let me throw some information at you that will shed some light on this. Um, the United States first colony, uh, well England's first colony in the territory that is now the United States. Excuse me. The first successful colony was established in 1617. It has been 400 years since then. And um, since then, the colonizing has spread west all the way to the Pacific Coast. My people are on the Pacific Coast. And from 1850 to 1970, deadass, there was a genocide against my people... Because Gold Rush is one. Because racism, two. Because colonization is still a huge issue, three. And four, white supremacy. And it's like, when... Oh, that was the obvious
2: answer, yeah. That is obvious, yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) But like, when you consider, what do you have to do to truly conquer a place? You have to eliminate what was there before. And what is a way... To absolutely crush an idea, but to demoralize the one part that is going to continue it on. And that was like Mm -hmm. the cog in the machine that creates more Native Americans is the women who give birth to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so how do you make it so, A, women are afraid to have babies because they'll just be taken. Mm -hmm. How do you make it so, B... Native Americans are afraid to be Native Americans because they'll be taken. It's like, it's very
0: true. I mean, I I didn't realize that it was so prevalent. Like, still, that's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. So traffickers are
2: looking at this on like a broader scale of like, how can we long term uh, continue like a fucking up this community? Or maybe, or maybe they're not even thinking of it like rationalizing it in that way. But it's just like. Part it's it's reason... more simple than, than just, than just you know, taking the girl, like, maybe in other communities would be. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's, like, a long, devolved history. And that
4: bleeds into a couple of other intersections, mostly regarding, like, fetishization of my people. Mm-hmm. It's, like, that's why Halloween costumes of Native people are so problematic. That's why, like, when you consider the people are being trafficked, it's because, like you said, nobody's paying attention to these people who are being taken, because... They're regarded as not being people, so it's easy to get away with. And that's why Native American women, girls, and two-spirits are the most trafficked demographic in the world. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I remember at the end of that movie, Wind River. Have you guys seen that movie? Mm
4: -mm. Mm
5: -mm.
2: It's pretty cool. I think it's strange that the leading character is Jeremy Renner when it's a movie about Native people, but whatever. That's
0: like... It's like Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. Yeah. Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise is the wolf. last samurai. And his,
2: his character serves as like as like a, a middle... Because he grew up on the reservation as a white person. So he he's like the middleman between the natives and the FBI. But it's still... It's like, why couldn't it have been a native? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the end of that movie was like... Um, basically, the, it was just a list of stats. And, and one of them was how many native women go missing each year. And, and how hard it is to even collect those stats because... They're not collected by any main organization, and 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 it's all different on the reservation, and and, and mainly because a lot of them just disappear and nobody knows,
0: and it's and it's uh, anyway, it's what that movie is about. It's, it, it's uh, cool. the, I, I want to watch it then. Like, it breaks my heart though, because I think like the atrocity that was been done to the indigenous peoples of the Americas is like one of the you know, at least in recorded history, one of the greatest human tragedies. It has to be. I mean, am talking about diminishing a people by like, or like 97, 98%, something crazy like that. Wow. You know, like my friend Rafael is like part Taino, but that's all you can be anymore. There are no Tainos anymore. Like, you know, he's like, and you know, it's just, it's just wild. Like how that, how that, happened and how it was endorsed and actively encouraged like a big piece of that too is like lack of education like a lot of people like uh are not even
2: like aware like people who who don't because because of the the dwindle population it's like people who don't really come in contact or or speak to native people or whatever i'm fortunate that i that i have ants and stuff who are native so i've Kind of learned about that, but a lot of people don't have that, and they're just like a lot of a lot of it is like a huge lack of education as to as to what's going on right now and, and what the, and what it looks like today, which like a lot of people have no idea. A lot of people are like, "Wait, the Redskins is racist? How?" <laughs> you know, like that. That's where we're at in this yeah. country, and it's like that's so true. leagues beyond where or leagues um, behind behind where where even common sense should be.
4: You know. I think yeah. to summarize, yes, mm-hmm. the first points that we talked about was essentially that conspiracy theories are distracting from like actual real world issues and when you spend more time on the conspiracy theories than you do working to actually fix the issue Mm -hmm. that can be dangerous
2: but i think it's an issue of uh of balance right like it's it's like i i see what you're saying though about how like ashton kutcher's like dedicated his life to uh or dedicated his money and time to solving human trafficking issues and how that's obviously more helpful than being like hmm pizza gate and and here's this fact and but i don't feel like it's one or the other i feel like i feel like you can definitely like theorize about what's going on i think i think your point is is if if you're, if you're theorizing about what's going on you should pro- maybe consider having a plan in place to do something about it not just sitting around getting high, which, and this is something that that I have a problem with, is I love to get high and talk about <laughs> aliens, but it's like, am I spreading, you know, I don't know. We're kind of doing that now. We're raising awareness. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that,
0: that's the thing. It's, it's really like, what is your resource level? Because this is not, n- not doing anything. Like, people that just, like, research it and, like, hoard away in, uh, you know, some place and not ever, like, I, this, I, to me, in a way, this is, like, kind of, like, spreading, an awareness of certain co- concepts so it's not like there are only uh, you know one way to solve a problem. like if if, if you can reach enough people to like really bring this to light it would be way more difficult for a lot of these things to happen the problem is is that people right now are so fucking dumb and blind and willing to believe the media that they they just sucker into whatever the fuck they're saying without even like actually doing any sort of modicum of research for themselves, and I'm not talking about, you know, us here, I'm talking about the sheeple as a whole, and they're really easy to steer around because they got blinders on, they don't look at anything because they don't want to look at anything, and I don't know how to change that aspect of humanity other than just, like, to keep poking them, bap 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 over and over and over again until finally something clicks and like, oh man, this is fucked up. And then they look at something else and like, oh, this is fucked up. Oh, this is fucked up. Like most people just don't even spend the time or energy it would take to look into things. You know, what's, what's been really one of the things that's been like pretty interesting
2: about this whole like COVID thing is, is how prevalent people love to call people sheep. And what I mean is, and and it's good and it's helpful, but it's also like, I, I, have just been, like, you're called sheep if you wear a mask, you're called sheep if you don't wear a mask, like, it's just so, (laughs) it's just so funny how both ends are calling each other sheep, because, like, hmm, maybe everyone's just a sheep, you know, maybe everyone's just, like, a follower, and it's just, like, what clan do you, do you follow, and maybe that's the important thing, is it's, like, it's not, like, follow, like, yeah, you can go against your grain, or you can think that you are, but you're probably not, like, you're probably subscribed to some sort of, uh, creed, and it's, I guess, subscribing to the right ones, I don't know. I just try to
0: think about what makes the most sense, not just for me, but for humanity. You know, everybody obviously has belief systems and ideologies, but, like, the biggest thing that I'm talking about when I say, like, a sheeple is being apathetic of your own ignorance. Mm -hmm. Not just ignorant, because, like, if you're... I, I admit when I'm ignorant, I know when I'm ignorant, and I'm always willing to learn, but... Not caring about the fact that you're ignorant really, really bothers me. That is a sheeple to me. And there are an unfortunate amount of people that are like that. Don't twist Oh, they are twisties. (laughs) I didn't even need it. (laughs) Oh, were you you doing it?
4: And, like, something that my dearly beloved here likes to say is, why is that bad? To be a sheep? Well, like... To any, any circumstance, and, like, this is almost a provocation of the sheep, is, like, <laughs> what, what makes the thing that you're complaining about fundamentally damaging? We're talking about, um, well, if masks are continued to perpetuate, then Marxism will enter this country. It's, like, why okay. is that bad? <laughs> or, like, if, like, it's a great, great tool to counter slippery slope arguments. It's, like, why is that bad? So, like, yeah, I like that actually That's, for example i uh, yeah. I
3: would say, like a a good example of that kind of contrarian shit posting
5: <laughs>
3: is so let's say you're arguing against nuclear energy, if you're saying that nuclear energy is bad because it's dangerous, I would say if you're wanting to be a tactical um debatist you would say well if the you know positives of nuclear energy is that it's better for the environment in whichever capacity you could then say that um any death and destruction nuclear energy caused such as in nuclear accidents would cause say death Um, Of people. And then you could just say, well, death of people will help the environment (laughs) because then there's less people. So that sort of like twisting it is really fun to do. And it's a very fun exercise when talking to people about anything. And uh, yeah, so you just kind of think about it in the backhanded way of like, so what's wrong? And with the mask thing, I saw a meme that was like, it's not um, wearing a mask isn't about health and safety. It's about compliance. And my first thought was, why is compliance bad? You know, like you 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 get in your car and you wear your seatbelt, driving the speed limit to a fast food restaurant that is built to code, that is inspected by health inspectors. It's like all of that is in compliance and I've worked in compliance before. So, I know that it's like yeah, it may be mundane and like stupid, but at the end of the day it works and even if it doesn't, oh well. Like it's just compliance isn't bad. You can't just call something a thing and as an insult compliance. it's like you have to think about why okay and why is that bad yeah
2: like compliance can be bad but just as a concept it's not yeah it's like um this is uh, uh another thing like another part of this is um like unemployment this is like i'm not going to call anyone out point blank but this is a very real conversation i had where someone was like man these like fat unemployment checks sounds like socialism to me and my response to that was like,
3: "Why is socialism bad?" Bro, it's just like,
2: yeah. God forbid we raise the bar of suffering even a little bit. right? God forbid we don't we don't we don't just blatantly kill people who don't have money, like even a little. Like, God forbid we even try. It's like it's like yeah. Like there have been bad examples of it, but just as a concept, it's not. You know, it, it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah.
4: God, I could go on and on and on about the socialism example, but i my nugget.
2: <laughs> I mean, that that's me too. I have to be careful every time I bring up socialism because I'm like, do I turn this to a socialism podcast? Or-? Okay, right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Three things Ben loves to do. Sign his signature, show people his native ID, and eat nuggets.
4: <laughs> Sweet and sour. <laughs> Perfect.
1: Just in general, like people have, in our society, have made like conspiracy theorists out to be like these crazy, insane, like bullshit people so that like, We don't question things and like so that when someone does question things and we're supposed to look at them like they're crazy because like they're, you know, just because they like consider themselves to be a conspiracy conspiracy theorist. But like sometimes I feel like there might be validity to like what people are saying and like we're taught to like think that that's wrong to believe them because of that name.
2: It just kind of depends on, on what they're talking about, but yeah, it, it's kind of like by simply questioning authority or being subversive that you are, like what's the like tangibly make a difference, and she's almost saying like being subversive and bringing up these subversive topics is, is, making, a is making a
1: difference, to a certain extent, yeah. yeah, and sometimes it obviously can be moving like in the wrong direction and be going backwards, but I think other times it could be like conducive to like figuring out something that they don't really want us to figure out or be aware of, because... They don't want us to talk about things.
2: Talking about sex trafficking and perhaps extraterrestrial activity, absolutely. Talking about <laughs> flat earth and like, <laughs> like <you> know, <laughs> it just <laughs> depends <laughs> on what we're talking about. Those motherfuckers <laughs> can run wild. <laughs> and, and also the way you talk about it, I feel like also makes a difference. Have you heard of the
3: mattress firm conspiracy that mattress firms are only uh, uh, money laundering because there's so many of them?
2: i've heard that i
1: then bought
2: my I mattress empty. from mattress firm so and i literally a sale.
3: i brought that up to this <laughs> to this guy at mattress firm <laughs> i was buying a box box spring and man's at you know uh mattress firm looked like um a, a, a fine fella i i brought this up to him and he <laughs> said you, his exact response was you know there are a lot of them aren't there
5: <laughs> okay. oh my god.
3: Mattress firm is money laundering. Confirmed. I mean, if you
1: look at like Google Maps in a lot of places, like there'll be like a like a mattress store, and then like right down the street there'll be another one, and then there's another one, and it's like, why are there so many? And they're so empty, and they're always having a closing sale or a <laughs> discount.
3: And they it's, are like, always empty.
1: Why? Like, I don't
3: know. Now, with the conspiracy theorist term, I'm almost curious, and maybe it's directed towards you, Akaya. Is would, would people who genuinely live their life, I guess, like, coming up with conspiracies or, like, thinking about conspiracies, would they refer to themselves as a conspiracy theorist? Because it, that term itself almost seems demeaning, and I'm wondering if it, they would just think of themselves as truth believers or something right. like that. You know was, what I mean?
4: The term was designed by the CIA. Like, it was coined in the 60s. Yeah. And it's, it was designed to be derogatory, to distract from the fact that these people have valid points.
1: Exactly, that was like my whole point.
4: Well, so it is a derogatory term. Yeah, but yeah. Also, also... Oh, that's to, I mean. That's what
0: I meant by a loaded term. Just, like, yeah. just it, break down
2: semantics, though. Like, there are conspiracies going around, all like, undeniably, and then people are theorizing about ones that might be going on. It's like, what else do you call it, you know? Well, but, like, but, like, through... Like, it's just
0: become, like, the stigma. But it's like... And why has it become that way? It's like, become it, that we, way because of, like, the media and, like, the way people interpret things and how, like, people are like, oh, conspiracy theorists are dumb, like, this and that, like... And some of them are some of them aren't a lot like, of them are yeah,
2: like, and right. a lot of them aren't yeah. but yeah it, I mean even the word conspiracy though it's like oh you think yeah, this is yeah what's a
3: conspiracy it's like
2: oh you think this is a conspiracy but it's like oh but it literally is like a conspiracy is literally just like like people working together to do something that's a fucking conspiracy and maybe keeping it a secret we're conspiring yeah. Yeah.
4: right now to have a podcast yeah. literally this yeah. cons- conspiration <laughs> so it's like so <laughs> we are the we are the Sudden Valley conspiracy so but, that, <laughs> but that's like comments like people are we we like condition. oh you think it's a Conspiracy. Whoa. It's like I don't think it's
2: conspiracy. It's like it's literally a conspiracy. Like that's what it is. It's, exactly. Yeah.
3: I told her she was allowed to vape. in here. Was I wrong? Oh no,
4: you're absolutely correct. Okay, vape in here. I, just, I know like, that was. A, I that thought was, it was really I comical. I was like, oh was no! It was really comical <laughs> to just see the plume of steam rise. Oh no! If
3: the alarm. if the smoke alarm goes off, you may have to turn it off. God forbid. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm no. Sorry. Oh, sorry. no. I,
2: my alarm goes off every time I cook. So it's so funny because I will, like, literally hotbox my apartment and the shit doesn't go off. But That's a conspiracy. But yes. as, as, soon, <laughs> as soon as I pour the authorities! Literally, like there's so much smoke on in my apartment when I'm smoking weed, and there's and yet not,
3: you like, fry one piece of bacon.
2: Literally, no, but there's like no, no. I'll boil water. I'm like, there's no smoke in here.
3: There's literally no smoke. it's
2: Just
4: steam. You don't want the smoke. No, literally,
2: literally today when I was doing the the sea cucumbers, I was boiling water and the shit went off. And I'm like, I was, cucumbers? I was cheating. Yeah, I told.
4: Didn't I tell you? Were you told in
2: the room? Us about that. You, I'm sorry. You eat sea cucumbers I was gonna. You remind me well, of pin Well, I most mean, people I mean, I don't outside of. It. It. Asia, but I've been doing it just because you go down so and you find them, and it's really easy to like fry them up. And I fucking, I it tastes like to me if you do it right, it tastes like calamari. I'm like, I don't know why people here don't eat it. I mean, you just you cut the white meat out and you well, cut all this shit out, but. No, I
4: don't no, I think this should be left in.
5: <laughs>
2: well, I want the extras. Anecdote. I want
4: yeah. the bloopers. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, we should keep the bloopers. Sea anyway,
2: cucumbers. <laughs> uh, like, so let's right, jump so into Spiritual ghosts. activity, what's up? What's, right. it, what, what's up? What's going on? You guys are believers? Let's it, go around okay, the circle. Let's talk Start about, wait, wait, first off, is anyone like a, a, a stark denier?
3: I think I'm the the most denier all right, let's start of about all that. Of let's this.
2: Let's start. Let's start. There. Oh, we're starting with. Okay, yeah, we're starting start at there. the
3: bottom of the rung, no. and then we're.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, let's all gang up on Matt. <laughs> right,
0: here it comes. So,
2: <laughs> boo. <laughs> Literally boo. <laughs> <laughs> boo. Oh, that's
0: yes. clever. That there. was good.
3: That was good. Kyle got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So so okay, ghosts. So if I'm just presented with the term ghost, here's what I think don't exist. And now let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me explain myself here. I am one to, first of all, never had a personal experience with the- Not even the,
2: at Sudden, or Valley Market in Delhi? Literally
3: not even at the Valley Market in Delhi at 1975, like Watcom, Bollock Bard. I don't know if that's the actual address. <laughs> <must call> <laughs> um... <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, I've never had a experience myself. And maybe that, you know, I won't say that doesn't add to my understanding.
2: Let me ask you something.
3: Ask me something.
2: Have you ever been to India?
3: Yeah, I went to India last week. What the fuck do you mean, does have India,
2: I ever been to India? Does India exist? Oh, my God. Outside so, of listen, your personal listen, subjective listen, listen, experience?
3: listen, listen. Listen.
2: That it's being said, I'm not, not I, kind of a... I'm not 100% on board with ghosts. I I will say that. I mean, So you're I, the next to go? I'm like night. I'm like leaning toward maybe ghosts, but I I mean, who knows? But. And
3: like <clears throat> I don't know. I I don't have a reasoning. It's funny. It's like how do you in like in like a sort of lawyer sort of thing, how do you how do you prove the absence of a belief? How can I say why I do not believe something? It's it's much easier to say this is why I think something to be true than it is to say this is oh, why so I don't. It's
0: almost like a feeling, like almost like an energy.
3: An energy of what? What do you mean? The
0: energy? I don't. I, don't yeah. know. I mean that's exactly what I think goes. Sort of, yeah. That's I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's almost are,
2: like you just feel like they don't believe, and you can't quite rationalize it.
3: I just, I just have, I just don't have any reason. To think that they do. And that's not a I don't want them to exist sort of thing. That's a I don't personally have an, an experience and I don't personally feel, I don't understand why there would be a reasoning. Because, in, I mean, if we're getting down to the general understanding of the world, to me, it's all sort of like biological matter and paranormal sort of spiritual things to us to a very limited degree, I think I, I tap into that, but not to a, the extent of the paranormal or the spiritual in which ghosts exist. And uh, I have not found a way to expand my understanding of the universe beyond, like, we're all cells and we're all atoms. I mean, I'm with you. That, that will level. decay, and it's nothing more than that. And that's just how I think. I mean,
2: I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I mostly agree with you. I think I think the difference between me and you is that is uh, I'm just open-minded to go down the rabbit hole. But, like, ultimately, like, on, like, a belief standpoint... I... And I won't
3: discount people's understandings.
2: I, I also, I also, I think, I think, like, have had, uh, like, ghost experiences, which I'm not going to come out and say, like, oh, that I definitely witnessed a ghost that day, but I have had things that I haven't been able to explain, and I think, like, that that is the difference between me and you, is that most likely, like, if someone were to put me up to a lie detector mm-hmm. test, yeah, probably nothing happens after we die. I'm sorry. But, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna discount. There's something almost comforting too, and I'm not gonna discount. Like, I'm willing to hear people out. Is I guess my whole point. And 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 and, and then when I when I say hear people out, I mean like genuinely hear people out. Like 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 go down that rabbit hole and like and like figure out if what I have seen and what I've experienced or what I haven't is like you know, I'm just, I'm just more open to the idea.
3: If you're someone like me who believes that, who, who thinks that when you die, it's just kind of the end of your existence and nothing else exists after. If you're like me and you think that, let me tell you, sometimes I'd be driving in my car and I think about that. Like I think, what if I died right now? And then what would happen? And it's literally nothing. Like you can't even, you can't even conceptualize nothing because nothing is nothing. And it wouldn't be conceptualizing. It would just not be. And sometimes I get into the space where I'm like, shit, that's pretty fucking crazy, but also kind of cool and, like, almost comforting in a way to know that, like, it just kind of ends and there's nothing else. And that's just also something that speaks to me, like, philosophically. That's just it's kind of art. It's artistic. It's kind of elegant to me. To think that there's just nothing and it just kind of ends. And I just kind of am comforted by that fact. And some people are way more comforted by other things. And I totally understand that. But maybe that t- I'm tapping into with the ghost condition. I am tapping into my understanding that it just kind of ends when you die. And that's kind of cool to me.
2: Yeah. And and I I absolutely agree with that. It's like, it's like, what were you the minute before you were born? Well, that's what you are the minute after you're, you're dead. That's mm-hmm. what I think. But... I have had some experiences in my life that made me go ghost, maybe? (laughs) Ghost? Question mark? And not enough experiences to make me pass that threshold. Mm -hmm. But enough to make me think... Anyway, let's hear from the other side. What's going on over here? So Sam and I are on a similar deck. Yeah, but... but And then people are in the room marinating. If it's a spectrum, (laughs) Maggie's like over here. I'm like here... And no I one can see where, your I want hands. to know where y'all are. Oh, yeah. Well, they they
0: know the concept of a the spectrum. They know what I was doing with my hands. Imagine I, a I spectrum. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's... Uh, we can take it full to the other side. So, I think, like, the... What's, like, conspiracy theorists, the term ghost is a loaded term. I think, like, um, an energetic presence is probably more accurate. And, like, how... As to how that can happen, I mean... We affect the quantum strata of reality every single moment. Every single moment. And if something like really traumatic happens, it's almost, it's not even like, it's not always intelligent. It's just a feedback loop. See, and I agree with that too. But, like, it, it's yeah. something that is just present in the fabric of space time at a quantum level. Like, we know we affect the universe with our thoughts and our minds. And especially if something was repetitious or something really traumatic happened. I mean, like this. A lot of people walk on a battlefield and they can feel it, or in a cemetery, you feel a certain way. I agree. I definitely Um, believe in that. Like there, there's a lot of sadness there. You just know it's just it's in the, the akashic and etheric field. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I really believe. Like if you shot me in the face right now and I got really pissed off and i'm just like standing around hanging out in here yes. moving your pillows around or pulling your blankets like, off like obviously like no, right? like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. like i'm not i'm not really here doing these things yeah. okay like i why would like what kind of a torturous existence would that be like i have to spend months no, practicing but... just to be able to knock this uh, oh. bottle cap off <laughs> off the table i feel like that's... Patrick <laughs> crazy who yeah,
2: exactly. I, <laughs> I feel like I love the demonstration. Of, that, that version of ghost came from I feel like Catholicism and purgatory. Yeah. Like that, that, that's like literally like, like the idea that after you die you're now like, a, a white sheet floating in the air? No,
4: you don't think so? The concept of purgatory pisses me the fuck Wait, off. Oh, they made it up to make money. Yeah. That's hey, all
0: that's... What that is. Purgatory is like a place in between heaven and hell yeah. okay. that you go to and... Uh, Where you're... you await judgment. Yeah, and oh, then, I... like, if your relatives give the Catholic Church a really big donation... and quote unquote. Yeah, Exactly. And, uh, and then you're going, going, going to heaven. Around. You don't have to huh? even worry about it. You can pat. You, it's a get out of jail free card, basically. Well, I mean, like, but they do territory. need to pay that money. And I feel that's like that, that,
2: that. Like I feel like yeah. Like that's the idea of ghosts. That's in our like mainstream like consciousness, and that that's like what people like when you think of a ghost. That's what you think of. It's like yeah. you know, after you die, you're awake and <laughs> and you're stuck, and you have to and you have to you have to, you have to like fix all your sins. <laughs> you know And that's what a ghost <laughs> is Unfinished When I business. die And I
3: have like A task list to do Man I'm gonna be So fucking pissed Like I gotta go visit Every place I've ever been
0: <laughs> My fucking universe I'm tired man so, <laughs> Can I so, just get a rest? So,
2: so, speak more about About this like Sort of just Uh Affecting energy On a minuscule level And how that relates to ghosts Cause I feel like that That bleeds into See like that's where I say Like is like I said earlier That I was like Oh I'm not fully on board With ghosts And I'm more on this side But really when you talk about Affecting energy on a minuscule level, and and especially that how it like very clearly directly relates to karma and dharma, which I definitely yes. kind of buy into. Well, I, that, yeah. Right, like so, it's like so it's mm-hmm. like okay, so I do kind of believe in ghosts Like that's yeah. like so so uh, yeah. I guess just maybe elaborate more on that so it makes more sense. Okay.
3: Yeah, say something to make us be like, I do agree.
0: Uh, it's it's just more. It's that's just a concept. Really I I don't need anybody to uh, agree or or just uh, you do whatever you want. That's everybody's journey. The thing is like. It's the same thing with ghosts. Like, if you affect everything on a quantum level all the time... Like, the, the law of the conservation of energy and information... Well, really, information especially... Is, like, one of the only unviable laws that we know to exist. Stephen Hawking got Define this... It, yeah. So, the law of conservation of information is basically that... Like, even though things can change shape and form... Nothing is ever lost at all. There's no information, even with black holes, there's no information in the universe that is ever completely and totally eradicated. It's not possible. It changes shapes and forms and things. And, you know, we are in, like, a three-dimensional space existence right now. But doesn't
2: information become information once there's something to perceive it? Like, how can there
0: be information that no one's perceiving? Well, this is what I'm explaining. It's
4: not that no one is perceiving it. It's that there's nothing perceiving it. So, it's not to say that humans are the only thing capable of perceiving information, because that's error, Oh, well, right. Yeah, of course not. But, when you're talking about what information is and what perception is, there is a beautiful myth that says... Well, not even a myth. This is, like, fact. There is a way and a theory that says that matter is not actually stuff. Matter is just super, super, super condensed energy. Yeah. And the reason this is the case is because when you break an atom oh, down right. to its core components, an atom's mass should be determined by the quarks that make up the protons and neutrons that make up the atoms. However, when you take the mass of the quarks, it is substantially less than what an atom should weigh. And that is because what's actually creating the weight is the tension of the energy holding the quarks, the mm-hmm. protons, and the neutrons, the electrons together. So... When you're talking about all that energy actually being matter, that means in the beginning, when there was nothing, there was nothing until that nothing moved. Because nothing is just a bunch of potential energy.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So in this sense, ghosts are not us coming back, but ghosts are maybe our thoughts, beliefs, the res- and actions. Like the residual energy.
3: Residue energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Where are you at with that, Maggie? Me.
3: Oh. Nah.
0: <laughs> I was going to lean I thought it was
3: I mean like when we start talking... see see from my understanding of the word of the world is more so in like biology and once it starts getting into the physics and the atoms of it I kind of clock out because I have no understanding of that. But if we're talking about if we're talking about sort of like the animalistic and like the sort of the cellular level of life, I kind of that's where I kind of lay. And so if the understanding of ghosts and energy goes kind of before you get to the structure of a cell and you're working within the atoms and the energy and all that, I I have not yet clocked myself into that area. So, so what of understanding.
2: you're saying is is that describing describing ghosts through physics makes just as little sense to you as describing it through like supernatural or like or like mythological belief
3: actually i mean like the mythology aspect of it makes more sense to me because that's a product of thinking and thinking is biological so if sort of the mythos of it is a product of of how humans think and and just things that are passed on like via human nature then i i can buy that more than the energy thing i think
0: well this is one thing like i was gonna bring up and it's so is thinking biological yes there's biological side effects of thinking but what is the consciousness that is the ghost in the machine this is where it comes down to and this is like the higher like look one level up like the only thing that creates matter are two interference patterns between standing wave functions. You've got consciousness and you've got like reality. And like all of this, even this table, is like over 99.9% like empty space mm-hmm. in reality, like Definitely, you were saying yeah. with the energy. Mm-hmm. And so, like that energy, I personally do not believe that it is generated by the mind. I believe that it is generated by creation itself. And we're just antennas that tune into it. But with that in mind, (laughs) uh, like who's to say where your mind goes after you go? I mean, like in some ways, like maybe you impact reality. In some ways, maybe you recycle partially into a new new vessel. Like who who knows? Like I've had like near-death experiences and I was cognizant even without a body. And, like, it's hard for me to deny that because I Mm -hmm. experienced it. Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, I I wouldn't wish that on somebody because it's it's terrifying to get there. But, uh, and who knows what that even is? Like, who knows, man? Like, maybe, like, you know, your brain releases a bunch of DMT like, you're just literally tripping on your own hallucinogens. Maybe that that is... But mm. it's hard to say... See, like... when you break it down, I really believe in ghosts. This whole podcast
3: is just convincing Sam that he doesn't. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> like That's just... also
4: a brilliant segue into what I wanted to say about the relationship between the body, the consciousness, and the life. Um, because essentially those are the three parts that go into what a life is. You have the physical body... And you have the thing that perceives your relationship to your physical body, mm-hmm. and why is it that there is a separate piece that relates to your physical body that's an that's an addend in the equation? Like when we talk about what a mind is, it's really fucking weird. Yeah, why yeah, it do is. we have it? And it's also like, if you wanted to relate it to DNA. DNA is strange because only 2% of DNA is actually genetic information. Only 15% of DNA is genetic switches which respond to stimulus. The other 83% of that is junk. Like, who the fuck knows what it mm, does? I like, know that. I'm a type yeah. 1 diabetic. Type 1 diabetes is a response to a viral stimulus from a genetic switch. That's fucking weird. And, like, when we relate genetic switches and DNA to the mind, there is absolutely zero evidence (laughs) that it's caused by each other, you know? But, when you think of, like, Alzheimer's, people with Alzheimer's can forget they have cancer and it goes away.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Yep, spontaneous remission.
4: And, like, alzheimer's is caused by a lack of insulin flow to the brain alzheimer's is a type 4 diabetes and then the plaque buildup interferes with the way the mind and the consciousness interact with the body why are those two things fundamentally different when you look at hindu and buddhist uh, body sciences these metaphysics they talk about chakras Mm -hmm. and the seven levels of body there's like The red chakra in the legs, which deals with survival. There's the orange chakra in the pelvis, which deals with pleasure. There is the yellow chakra in the stomach, which deals with personal power and ego. There's um, the green, which I'll skip over for now. And those first three chakras are the chakras of the body. They are the physical relationship to the self and the world. Going upward from the green is in the heart. In the throat is the blue. The blue deals with expression and how you are able to outwardly relate to the world. The forehead or the third eye is the indigo chakra and that is how you relate introspectively with your perception and your ability to detach yourself from what's going on and perceive it inwardly. And then at the top of your head is the crown which is your relationship to the rest of the universe and the divine also representing the balance between the bottom of the body and the top of the spirit. But it's funny because that's exactly the same thing as what the green chakra in the heart does too. It's the middle point and the melting point between body and spirit. Mm. It's also the chakra of love. And so, love is a very, very key point in this conversation, I think. Mm. yeah, Because... As the body naturally and organically experiences life, and this is in a vacuum where murder and disease don't exist, as the body naturally experiences and gets changed by and changes life around it, the same thing happens in the mind. And so when the body is ready to die and come back to the earth from which it was risen and become a new thing, does the mind do the same thing? And here's where religion comes into play with that as well, because it's like, what does religion have to do when I am too vain to let my consciousness go and be a new thing? Mm. And like there, there is a point of vanity in that, but there's also like a genuine point of like, this is a thing that I have. And like, I'm talking about it in the third person. That's so fucking strange. How am I able to conceptualize right, right. my mind as a thing outside of my mind communicating what it is? It,
0: it's like the ob- mm-hmm. you're observing an, an observer. <laughs> like, it, yeah! Like being
4: aware of being aware. And you are
3: the observer.
0: Yeah, at the, all at the same <laughs> you time.
4: You are
3: the observer observing mm-hmm. the observer being observed.
4: Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about what a ghost is, when we talk about how the energy of something that is dead, interacts with the world around it, is that a sense of the consciousness itself being, for whatever reason, too vain, and I use that term extremely loosely, to let itself go and be a new thing? Is that us ascribing this sensation to something that we feel was gone too early? Yeah, Or is it us at all? maybe our
0: consciousness just had an effect on the other standing wave so much to the point that it's just rippling
4: out. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> two other points that go from this is that I can personally relate to our Northern State Hospital and the Taloa perception of spirits and demons. Um, the Northern State Hospital in Woolley, Washington, where I grew up, is extremely influential in the mental health history of the United States. It is where the frontal lobotomy was designed and perfected. Oh, my God. And it was practiced Damn. up until 1964 when the hospital closed.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. At
4: Shout Northern State the Hospital, there is there are several, several, several ghost stories of things that are equally strange, but also equally reputable according to ghost hunting sites and teams and things like that. Ghost hunters actually went yeah. there. One of the most famous of which is the little girl with the red ball. And oh, that is, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about wait, now. Yeah. If you go to Northern State Hospital in the um, medical building where these Lovatians were performed, you sometimes can see a little girl playing with a red ball. Um, that is the most famous ghost that has come from Northern State Hospital. Uh, Northern State Hospital is also famous for, for its um, unmarked grave system. It, there is a graveyard that is set aside from the farms and um, work buildings that these people used uh, when they weren't being lobotomized, and um, there aren't any gravestones because it's just a pit full of bodies. Mm. Um, it's pretty sad. Mm. The other piece of that, and like you can look up the Ghost Hunter's report on the little girl with the red ball and other ghost stories surrounding. Um, Northern State Hospital, at wherever they publish their information. Um, when it comes to Talawa spirituality, there are two types of ghosts. There is the Chekamhye, which is the spirit without any sort of positive or negative connotation, and there is the Detnagi, which is the demon. And when Talawa religion and language was being revitalized in the 1970s, there was an extremely influential man named Sam Lopez. And another good Sam. Yeah, another good <laughs> Sam. He refused to talk about the Detnagi. and he ref, almost refused to talk about the Chekamblié, except for that those were the names of the concepts, because he was converted to Methodism in the 1930s wow. in order to avoid death. Um, Talawa spirituality was outlawed in the state of California from 1910, I think, until 1975. Um and it was punishable by death. Seriously?
0: And, like, Charles Manson's
4: running around? Yeah. yeah. Seriously. What the Shout fuck? Shout out to my boy, Charlie. Being supplied by the CIA
0: with the LSD to, like, go just literally make a death cult so they can see what yeah, happens? I the white Ted Bundy. so... <sighs> you
3: are the white Ted <laughs> Okay, wait. That's a segue that I have to explain because that's my story. So, the story is that <laughs> I okay that when
5: story?
3: When I first... When my mom first... Talk to me about Ted Bundy. The words she
5: used were The
3: words she used to describe Ted Bundy were he was a handsome man and he was very nice. And that's you know She imagined his fat cock. That was (laughs) (laughs) That was the words, you know, as if to say like as if for my mom to say to young me, Don't trust any nice, handsome man because they may want to kill you. But you know, my mom is basically hyping up Ted Bundy to me. And in my young mind, You know, the words handsome, (laughs) the words handsome,
5: nice,
3: (laughs) (laughs) the words nice and handsome and, and, you know, a a very, you know, invitational young man. I thought this is a black man in my mind. I thought until I was about 14, I thought Ted Bundy was a black man. And so, uh, (laughs) yeah.
2: So I'm I am going, the white tip bunny. I'm the white <laughs> buddy. Anyway. You brought this up with the hospital, and, and I feel like that this is also a common um, mm. theme with ghosts outside of Catholicism is is uh, things that everybody witnesses, like the cryptid level of it, where it's like we all witness the lady in white, lady white. You know, it's like it's like everyone witnesses the same thing. So I'm guessing if you're talking about this thing, if, if this is consciousness and energy like residue, or perhaps. It's like a greater being who's like manipulating it. Maybe not, but it's like what 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 would you call like whether or not it's you consciously making your own decisions in the afterlife? Like the people who see the same things over and over again. Like what do, what do you guys think that that might be? I mean, yeah.
3: Like why is there a consensus right
2: about this, what if this are? is like energy residue? Like like what it what what do you what what might that be?
5: Yeah.
4: So going back to um, the Talua part. There were two types of spirits, the Detnagi and the Chikanglie. Um The A lot of the Chek were were um, kind of dealt with, I guess, because right as the Talawa spirituality was outlawed, they embraced this thing called the Ghost Dance. And the Ghost Dance was a nationwide movement, um, kind of like a rebellious religion that a ton of Native people adopted. And it was brought to the Talawa of Northern California from... The Coquillestani in Portland, Oregon, and the Coquillestani were a ton of tribes. Part of, t- some of whom were Tloua, who were marched up there to the concentration camp, and some of them were a ton of Coast Salish people, and they were amalgamated at the Coquille's concentration reservation. And some of the people who got back down from like the Chemawa network, or just people who managed to escape. Um, brought the ghost dance to the 13 municipalities of the Talua people. And from a 10-year period, I don't remember the exact dates, it was early 20th century, the exact words that Lauren Bomelin were able to compile in the oral history of the Talua from my three greats, step-grandmother and other people like San Lopez, were the ghost dance helped... Several thousand Talwa Che crossed to the Yamet which is their word for the sky people or heaven. Um, they were able to reconcile that energy and bring it to a place of peace, mm. because we're talking about the Talwa itself going from a number of over 10,000 down to two thousand down to 518 with the last pre-contact talawa person being murdered in 1910 contact was first made with the talawa in 1853 that's 60 years and when you're talking about the ghost dance a religious a religion being brought as a response to this horrible oppression being used as a tool of peace it's like What's the residual energy?
5: Mm-hmm. How
4: much of it is us perceiving a place of bad medicine? Mm-hmm. And how much of it is mm-hmm. a real thing? Because you were talking about common motifs in mm-hmm. spirituality, like the lady in the white dress from the Victorian era, or, like, the dog who just doesn't look right across but, the street. But, but that
2: being said, like the, the, uh, there's so many eyewitness accounts of that that there, there has to be some level of legitimacy to it. Like, it's not like everybody's crazy... Like we thousands of people throughout years yeah. are seeing the same thing, it doesn't mean it's a ghost, but it means a, that there is something that somebody's seeing that, that they
0: don't understand. Yeah,
4: anything. and when you're talking about bad medicine too and like the the reckoning of peace, when we're talking about a Victorian era girl in a white dress, the Victorian era was shitty. When yeah. we're talking about <laughs> Absolutely. people who could afford a white dress and <laughs> their slips, mm. it was bad. <clears throat> like we're talking about hugely high domestic violence. We're talking about Excuse me, we're talking about virtually zero bodily autonomy. We're talking about nothing great to live for in your life that would make it so that when you die, there is genuine peace from a life that is being so stifled that it can't mature like I was talking about earlier. Like that consciousness being organic as it goes in this vacuum. Like, there's nothing that is letting it do that.
0: The positive energy isn't the only thing that could affect something. Like, it could be the negative energy keeping that little sliver of positive energy there because that's what she claimed, like, clung to. I don't know. Like they, These are all just, like, speculations. I'm not sure 100% one way or another. I just always try to, like, I see it from the most, like, skeptical, but I've, like, had experiences, so I can't, and, like, actually really be there. And... The total belief in all of it is not really on board with that either. I think that there is a reason like all these things like UFOs, like out-of-body experiences, ghosts, uh, you know, like all of these things exist for a reason. I just, I can't believe that the universe does things just for pish posh. Everything is synced up and perfect. If any of the, you know, fundamental forces were thrown out of alignment, even a little bit, everything would cease to exist. And so, if these things are being experienced by people, you know, your psychology or your mind is just as real as the rest of the universe, in a, in a way. And I think it just looks at different dimensional filters. Like, you know, we were, we're only talking about four dimensions of experience here. And I think there are dimensions higher than this. And sometimes maybe we bleed into there or they bleed into us. Like, I mean, that could be an explanation. I'm not sure.
4: And what you said earlier also reminds me of, like, why I fucking hate spiteful atheism. Because, like, when we're talking about the grand scheme of the universe and we're talking about the grand scheme of whatever we call God, we're talking about the thing in which... The universe resides. Yeah. <laughs> when we're talking about omnipotence and we're talking about the nature of a because spirit. Because it is. It literally is.
0: All-powerful. Omnip-
4: omnipotence
2: is like... All-seeing, all-knowing. Well,
0: omnipotent, omniscient,
4: omnipresent. All-present, all-knowing, all-powerful. Okay. But when we're talking about God, we're talking about the person who... Or the thing that made the machine, this universe. We're talking about the thing that governs the universe... And we're talking about the thing that literally is the universe. Yeah. No, nobody is
0: close to knowing. And the ghost in you know, the machine. Nobody from any single is close to <laughs> knowing. So it's like
2: so it's like, why would you pretend like you are? You're not close. No one's close mm-hmm. to knowing.
4: And it's like, yeah, there are five of us in this room with the potentially infinite capability of learning things. Then there's a fucking quasar. Like Yeah. <laughs> the universe isn't fair. This is crazy.
1: Okay, so, like, from what Maggie was saying, like, where, like, it's, like, she doesn't believe because she's had, like, a lack of experience to make her believe, like, I used to be a lot like that. I mean, I always kind of, like, sort of believed in it anyway, but, like, there was a lot of times that I was, like, but is it really, like, is that really happening? Like, I haven't experienced anything, but then, like, later in my life, I went through things that I was, like, okay, yeah, I can't explain that. And so, like, that also, when Maggie was talking about it, I was, like, do you have to have experience like to believe in it and like maybe you do because it's like how do you how do you prove something that you've like never seen or experienced before and how do you believe that if you have absolutely no idea what that looks like it or is it feels a
2: wild like. concept if you have no frame of reference whatsoever like like somebody who's never heard the word ghost in their life never had any experience someone explaining that to them but, but, <laughs> but what's crazy is because nobody approaches it from that is because ghosts have such a historical roots in every fucking culture yeah everywhere. everybody
3: has a frame of reference yeah so
2: nobody nobody's coming into a ghost blank and, th- and right. that's interesting in itself yeah. is that is that literally ev- no no cult- it a point well,
3: blank is. it's ghost blank some type of a story <laughs> or
1: belief in no
2: culture has ever existed without ghosts yeah. like straight up anyway, which, sorry, which means
3: something it right. does mean something whether or not why it's ghosts it means fucking yeah, it, means, does, it,
2: it tells something about how how we interpret every our culture reality culture across
3: the world across time and that means it's a, it's it's a, if if it changes across culture and across cross time that means it's it's a it's a, it's a social concept I but know. that 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 is that means something because every culture and every time period has an understanding of of what a ghost is you know what
2: also every culture every time period has examples of and (laughs) i hate hate to bring this up but flood myth yeah uh dragons aliens
0: aliens aliens. dragons and
2: bigfoot (laughs) every well not every culture is bigfoot but most i really uh,
3: the flood
1: myth there's just like it wasn't like i had anything super crazy happen to me but there were definitely things that i was like okay i really don't have any like scientific or like real explanation as to, like, how or why that could have happened. Like, the first thing that happened to me that I thought was, like, kind of weird and, like, maybe it was just, like, a, I don't know, something, I don't know. There was a music box that was, like, in our family from, from, like, forever, have been in our family, and there was this one day that the music box just started playing in the other room. Like, it just started playing. It hadn't been touched. It hadn't been wound up. Like, nobody... Did anything, and for the most part, like it was just kind of a decoration piece, and like nobody was using it to like listen to music or play anything. And there was this one day where it just started playing, and it played the full song like at least twice. Mm. And I was like, "You have to wind that up to to have it do anything. Like that's how it works. Like it, you have to literally crank the thing to have it have any type of effect." And there
2: was no chance, anybody and nobody, to that.
1: nobody touched it. Nobody was in the room. Nobody was even close to it, looking at it. Nothing, and it just starts playing. And that same day, I had just gotten out of the shower and I had, that was like not even like 20 minutes after the music box goes off. I had just gotten out of the shower and there was a picture above the towel rack in my bathroom and um, when I got out of the shower, the picture on the wall like came off the wall and hit me in the shoulder. And if you think about it, like if there was any type of like disturbance in the house or like bumping or vibrations like you would think the picture right. would slide there down wasn't. the wall or something like that and yeah and exactly there wasn't any type of like ruckus going nobody's running around the house and so that's one thing and also the fact that there's a towel rack like why did it go off the wall over the towel rack and not bump or touch or hit the towel rack? like a towel rack kind of sits out from the wall and this picture comes off the wall and hits me and then again, the music box goes off almost immediately after that. And like, that was something that I was like, what is going on? Like, this is like, I have no idea. I can't explain that. There's no, there's nothing that happened that I could be like, oh, maybe this is why that happened. And like, I didn't touch the wall. Like, nobody was doing anything. There was no type of like disturbance happening. And that was like one thing that I, like started to make me be like, okay, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another time when I had a bunch of balloons for my birthday. Like, I had a bunch of, like, leftover balloons in my room. And um, one of my best friends was over staying, staying with me. And, like, all the balloons were, like, all in this one corner of the house because of, like, how maybe, like, the air circulation was, whatever. They were all in this one spot. But there was this one balloon that lowered and we're like, okay, it lost helium. Like, it's, like, you know, it's losing helium. It's lowering to the ground. But then... My best friend decided to, like, start talking to the balloon and it was, like, like, he was, like, okay, so if anything's, like, with us or if anything's happening, like, move the balloon. And so at first nothing happened and we're, like, okay, whatever, this is nothing. And then the balloon, like, this one balloon in the room moves, like, slowly across the room, like, just by itself and none of the other balloons are wavering or being, like anything's happening none of us are moving so it's not like any of our emotions are like perpetuating this balloon to like move anywhere or Mm. do anything and so then he says okay so like can you make it move again like is there something that can happen and then I I fucking swear on my life like this balloon starts to move different directions and it's the only thing moving in the room and I had I have it on video on my old snapchat (laughs) like it was like the one the one wa- balloon, and it's, like, going all different directions, the meanwhile, the balloon. other balloons are not even wavering at all, nothing's yeah. happening, and it's, like, how is that happening, like, what current in the room, or what way, like, how, like, and we took other balloons to try to pull them down to the same level to see if they would start wavering to see if, like, maybe the, the spatial place that it was in was the reason that it was moving, and, like, nothing happened, besides that one balloon, and it would go almost, like, not, like, crazy flying fast across the room, but it was, like, very slowly, like, going in the directions that we were talking about, and it was just super, like, how do you explain that, and what's happening, and why is it moving, and, like, I don't know. So,
3: so, but, but using those experiences that you have had, what is that, what do those things tell you about the ghost condition, and do you, does that add to how you believe,
2: or... What like, do you think? Like, does it immediately confirm the resistance?
3: I don't think it like immediately
1: confirms. I guess really, like for sure, a hundred percent. Like, I don't. I don't think that I could say a hundred percent that I know anything to be, like a fact. But I can tell you that I like absolutely have no explanation or like scientific breakdown as yeah. to like how that happened or why it happened, and like I had a different experience, like. There's, there's just different I don't know I don't think it like firmly com- confirms that anything but I do think it confirms it's that a there pattern. are yeah that there's some type of energetic like thing happening that is like outside of myself right. and it's not something that I'm doing or willing or like making happen and it's happening without like whether I wanted to or not like it was happening and it was like I don't know really how to make sense of that
2: yeah here's, here's where I'm at with this is like Maybe most people don't believe in ghosts. Although most people probably do. Because if you, if you are a Christian... Like they say like one in three people in America believe in angels. Because like if you're a Christian, you're going to believe... And so let's say every Christian person believes in some version of a ghost. And then add everyone who's not Christian who also probably believes in ghosts. But So probably most people believe in ghosts. But let's say that the minority of people believe in ghosts. Definitely a majority of people... I guess I, I won't say that for sure because I've done no research. But perhaps a majority of people... I've had experiences like that. I've, I don't believe in ghosts a hundred percent. I have definitely had experiences like that. I know you have. Yeah, um, absolutely. I guess Maggie hasn't. been. might. I don't know. Have you ever had paranormal experiences? Yeah. yeah, but like so, probably most people have.
4: For the record, I nodded. He <laughs> nodded.
3: He nodded. Yes. So uh,
2: and, and yeah, maybe 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 there's there's just things that happen that people can't explain. Humans can't explain Everybody. everything, obviously but there's a pattern of these things that you can't explain that are kind of the same story over and over and over again. Yeah. And the fact that, everyone that there are
3: things that we can't explain, and even if it's something where like, I'm under the impression that it's all sort of fabricated within our own minds and it's all sort of our collective understanding, and even if we all kind of made it up and we all kind of are fabricating it, it's amazing that we created things that we can't explain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I mean, that's fascinating. Very, that is so
2: fascinating. Yeah, at the that's very a really least. interesting point. So, yeah. so so
4: something
3: we so- created a phenomenon and we are observing a phenomenon that is mind blowing to us and we can't explain it. But it's like we we are doing it in our... You know what I mean? Like, if we are observing it and we are, like, thinking that's cool, it, it is in some way or another, like, within our minds and so, existing within us. And then we're just, like, can't explain it, but it's, like, it's us. It's we're the ones right. who are doing
2: it. So whether or not ghosts are physically, tangibly affecting the physical reality of life, whether or not ghosts are, like, legitimately, quote-unquote, real, the concept of ghosts, or ghosts in general, transcends culture, language, time their time yeah they're they're within us and in that way they are real regardless oh of the yeah. way. perception
3: so, so. is reality one hundred and yeah. thousand yeah. thousand percent perception is reality so if you this perceive this to be week, if you perceive <laughs> it to be the case fuck it it exists yeah. and if it influences you and it, and it changes your way you think then yeah it exists if you if, if you want some Fuddy duddy scientist to tell you no it doesn't it's like okay fuck you whatever like that's boring
0: <laughs> like
3: and like I'm more I'm like I'm more so what the
0: fuck do you know you, you're in your third marriage you bitch are oh, you burning like, Stephen Hawking yeah,
2: <laughs> right? yeah it's like it's like oh well, you got a PhD it's like how's your how's
4: your wife does she come like you, you know you, yeah, yeah. Know? Shapiro yeah oh my god yeah you have a
3: PhD but does your wife come that's yeah. the real question yeah
4: you got a PhD do you got a WAP what is that <laughs> what, what ass puss- pussy? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the wop,
3: wop, wop. wop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Something we talked about a while ago with like, if this presence of mind is generated by the brain or like by the biology, like, have you ever wondered why whenever you get, if you become like quadriplegic, how does your, if, you, if the brain is sending all the information and you have a severed spinal cord, where the brain cannot talk to the rest of the body how does your heart beat how do you mm-hmm. digest food you can still get uh, erections and have sexual activity like there are all these things how does how does your body continue to exist if there isn't something else there yeah
3: and like your your body that it doesn't like de- decay like it's still like yeah, alive exactly
0: yeah. it's getting all the nourishment in these you just can't move your Mm-hmm. muscles like all the brain controls it seems is like the muscles i th- i think that's part of the reason why the egyptians took great care to take care of the heart whenever they were doing the mummification process but they just like pull the brain out with a hook up through the nose because it was like oh this Plus is nonsense brain. you don't need it but like Whoa, even like sci- yeah even yeah. scientifically the heart is like a few thousand more times uh um Electrically powerful and a few hundred times more magnetically powerful than the brain. And if I switch those, I'm sorry, I've been drinking and smoking. But <laughs> we all, um, it point what? is, is no- drink- enorm- <laughs> enormously more
4: powerful. Are
3: you drinking alcohol? And, and, and the heart and the gut,
4: and it has heart, neurons in it, exactly. The heart <laughs> and the gut both have neurons, mm-hmm. yeah, not as many as the brain does, but like, and that's why your brain can psych yourself out, um, before your. Instinct of Wait, gut and your instinct of heart can interact other with your body. Like neurons
0: yes, never yeah. The yeah. back to the DNA thing. All right. So like, there's a very small percentage that makes up our, you know, actual physical being, right? And then there's this thing that they call it junk DNA, which is like so outrageous. Like it's not junk, and you gotta wonder like all right, maybe that small part, like you have more neurons, but what does that mean? Maybe that's the part that the small percent inhabits and has more physical chemistry. But then you've got the rest of these places that are also, you know, more literally, because like you work in the universe with electromagnetic fields. Maybe the rest of it is put into that kind of
4: thing. And who's to say that that empty space, that junk we're talking about, isn't a pathway for the rest of the DNA to move through itself, you know? Like, who's to say that the DNA that is under a microscope, a switch, and the DNA that is under a microscope, genetic information, is only that way and not moving through the junk because it's not attached to a living organism? Like... yeah.
3: I would say, like, being presented only today with the concept of, like, this junk DNA and how most of your DNA doesn't do shit, I would say, from a biological standpoint, I would say that's just, that's just evolution's way of not being efficient. It's like, evolution could have cut that shit out, but
5: it, happenstance.
3: it just, like, yeah. it, it thought, nah, I'll put my power towards something else. There was so no divine
5: that creator,
2: just which is like a whole other deep field. Well, that's like a big question. What's yeah. <laughs> uh, What so doesn't the other organs of the body having neurons kind of explain everything? Just like how like the constant battle between the the brain and the heart and how you don't. It's like it's like oh yeah like like there's neurons extending to other pieces of your body that your probably mind can't completely register.
5: Let's like, talk I, about.
2: I've never heard that before, but I'm like if that is true, then doesn't that explain? Everything that's like a mystery about like how is that not common knowledge? And it's like, yeah, some other organs organs feed, feed information into your brain that your brain can't fully process because that's not what the neurons are. Like what? We
3: Which, all have monkey would... monkey brain.
2: Well definitely. And yeah.
3: monkey brain is the residual sort of like you know, instincts and fears and sensations that we that feel good to us that like have a biological purpose from when we were primates. So let's just say sex feels good because Literally, the universe wants you to procreate because it just does. And, like, like, biology wants you to. And there's so many things like that. So, if we were talking about ASMR, like, ASMR is this sort of, like, tingly, feeling good sensation of, like, bonding to your fellow primate. And that is, having that bond is crucial to sort of group survival. And the way, the reason it feels good is because you want to connect to your fellow like primate and you want to be in this community that like makes you feel good and makes you all feel tingly and, and happy because that is survival that is in a survival sense beneficial to you. So there's so many things that like it blows my mind and it makes me feel it's so cool to be like so many sensations and so many things that we experience on a day-to-day basis are because our our remnants from Things that no longer are important to us because we, you know, live in a society that basically spoon-feeds us everything we need. But there's a reason for everything that we feel and every part of our body yeah. and everything that we have. The, the single hair that is on your left knuckle right now, like, exists for a reason, like, is, is like... It, is one? is the re- <laughs> number, number two. Oh. Yeah. The, the long kind of gray one. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs>
3: it, it exists for a reason and it's a remnant of something prior to you. And I just think that's really cool. And that's really amazing. Yeah.
2: One thing, this is kind of an aside, but I've never heard ASMR broken down like that before. No.
3: And that's, I mean, and maybe I'm incorrect, but that's how I, I
2: feel. I it always looked at ASMR as some like deeply there's a lot of weird so, think about, so think about it so think about it
3: so think about the whispering so so i'd say different I,
2: you're breaking it down as like companionship yeah, no like absolutely the like, intimacy
3: like, intimacy and connecting so you're only going to like hear that. someone
5: <laughs> <laughs> to shut a tear.
3: the only you're only going to hear someone whispering to you whispering to you very closely and to hear the of their lips (laughs) like that when they're close to you and you're not going to let some random monkey get next to you unless you are you have trust with them and you build trust with them and building that trust is important and 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 leads to your survival so how else are you going to feel that whispering with someone you know what i mean
2: i'm like wait some guy's jerking off to this like that's what i think i'm like i'm like wait this guy this gets somebody off and like now i understand that it's like oh no it's like some people this is,
3: they this get is that is I mean I I wouldn't say it's like the single source but yes you get it's you get source. you get a a a pleasurable sensation from from it and this is I truly believe that is the reason and you know you think about like the like picking bugs off of. the the monkeys picking bugs off of each other's back like that that you ever you're when you're a kid or even now you can do it with anybody like scratch tickle someone's back like tickle the person next to you back like it's gonna feel good for that reason that's where it connects to it's literally the monkey's picking bugs off of each other's back. And it feels good because it is beneficial to you. And I think there's some things you can't have a direct correlation to like, oh, this is beneficial to, you know, prior evolution self, but most of it, you can say, yeah, that makes sense. And that's, that's how I, that it makes sense to me in that way.
2: Anyway, this has been delightful. I know every time we won't have us all together, but I'm glad we did it this time. And hopefully we'll do it again because it's, it's been really cool.
0: Yeah, I agree. I really I like agree.
1: learning. That's, like, my favorite part of it is I'm like, whoa, what?
0: One of the things I think is really cool about this experience right now is that, like, just because, like, we have counterbalancing Sort of theories about things. It's still like all love and all oh, good. Right. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like that's what would save the earth if people could just be like you Talk know about not about not get super it it, it, yeah like like stuff. oh yeah. you're a goddamn Republican a or you're a goddamn Democrat <laughs> or you're a this or a that or whatever you, you know? know socialism or ruin this country yeah <laughs> like all that stuff like the, you want uh, to
4: vaginize this nation exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> Yo, everybody just take I want to design designer
2: butthole
4: right <laughs> America for designer butthole Holes.
0: <laughs> All right, let's sign off on the
2: designer bungus. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> hey, peace out. <laughs>
0: Hey, what's up, mm-hmm. it's Kyle, Cloud, here I am, uh, you okay, we well, your interruption <laughs> is his, first <laughs> of all. I have a nickname, so. I'll give my Kai Kai, Fei Fei.
1: Okay, first of all, a Kai Kai is something completely different. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like drag queens having sex. Yeah, like yeah. a party.
5: Was yeah. it really? Yeah, I it had no
1: idea. And I used to be called Kai Kai until I found that out. So okay, so there's
2: Kiki call... and
3: Kai Kai. And
1: Kiki yeah. is like, oh, I'm going to meet up with Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait,
4: my... wait, wait. No, I have listen. When a bunch of
2: people come <laughs> on your face. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what is Blue Waffle? <laughs> oh, my
4: God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me,
3: listen. Okay, this is funny coming from two, like, straight, like, white chicks. like. Explaining what Kiki and yeah, Kai is. Kiki is like, uh, it's I like, like when drag queens. It's what, it's drag queens that we like, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's drag queens are like like hanging out, having a good time. Is a Kiki, but favorite. a Kai Kai, Kai, Kai is, is like... drag drag queens yeah. having sex. Yeah, that's what it is. Am I gonna
2: cut this? Yes. No,
3: it's <laughs> <an> extra. <laughs> I want a, it's a, it's it's a, the I want the I want all the wait
2: But shouldn't the introduction of who we are be at the beginning?